Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hi there, everybody out in Blog Talk Radio land or podcast land, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, thank you again for listening to the Home Inspector Show. As always, I hope to bring you a little bit of value in exchange for the time that uh, you've spent with us. Uh, today, I thought I would do a show um, about what we as home inspectors look for on a gas water heater. Um, I was thinking this would be pretty good um, just for anybody because uh, it's something you could uh, look at your own gas water heater and you know see if there's some problems or some issues there. Uh, thought it might be helpful. Uh, please keep in mind we are talking about a gas uh, water heater, uh, not a um, not an electric. First of all, we're, that would be another show. Uh, some things are the same, but a lot of things are different on inspecting an electric water heater. Um, and it's also a uh, this is one that's uh, not an instant supply, you know, de- on demand water heater. Uh, this is one that you know has a tank, 40, 50, 75 gallons. Or whatever it is that it stores the water, your more traditional tank. So that's that's what we're talking about today. Uh, it would pretty much be a whole different show for an on-demand water heater or uh, an electric water heater. So we're talking about a gas water heater where there is basically a flame uh, combustion, uh, usually underneath the uh, water heater that heats up the um, the water, usually, you know, you're looking at 40 or 50 gallon or 75 gallon tank. Uh, there is some type of, well, there's combustion. So there's a carbon monoxide of some type, uh, usually leading through a flu, flu pipe. There's different types of vents, uh, flu vent. Um, there's some that actually draw the air from, you know, inside the cl- garage, water closet, whatever it is. There's some in, external, internal. Uh, there, there, there's a whole lot of different variations, but uh, we're just going to talk about some of the, you know, things that home inspectors look for, and something that maybe you want to look for if you're out uh, looking at your water heater, you have a gas water heater. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is check to make sure uh, the, the appliance label on the water heater is the same type of fuel that is the, being supplied. You know, because there's different types of fuel. There's natural gas, propane, butane, methane, uh, manufactured gas. In our area, it's usually natural gas, but you just want to make sure. Um, every once in a while, uh, sometimes we have with gas logs, that would be a different show, but there's, uh, <laughs> there's natural gas and there's also propane. Um, probably it's going to be natural gas, but read the label and make sure that that's what you've got um, coming in. All right, so a couple of other things we're going to do. Um, you've got some type of gas line coming in. Uh, you want to make sure that there's a sediment trap or a drip leg to catch sediment or moisture uh, in the piping to prevent debris or moisture from making its way into the burner that's uh, uh, installed with accordance to the, uh, the state or county codes or fuel gas codes. Um, 
So you're looking for a drip leg. It's like a little piece of pipe before it usually enters the unit where moisture or debris settles out. Um, now, we're also going to start looking at combustion or gas exhaust flues. Um, for plastic blue, that flue vent piping, check to make sure the pipe, the fittings, the solvents are all listed for, for use in systems for venting combustible gases. Temperature limits for various materials are PVC, the limit is 140 to 149 uh, Fahrenheit. CB, uh, CBDC is polypropylene, manufactured specifically for venting combustion gases, the limit is 230. So that's for the plastic um, piping. Um, as far as the metal piping, um, you know, it's going to be a lot warmer. Uh, we don't like to see um, more than a, you know, I was always taught you can add up to a 90-degree angle, but you can never have a 90-degree angle, and you can't have more than that. So you can have a 20-degree angle here and, you know, whatever, but it can't be more than 90 degrees because that's just too much um, for fluid. You could get backdraft and, uh, you know, you could get carbon monoxide in the home. Check to make sure the flu uh, joints prevent leakage of combustion products, which could lead to carbon dioxide poisoning and death. Check to make sure, um, oh, well, that flu. As an inspector, we're going to check. We have carbon dioxide sniffers. We're going to sniff to see, um, you know, a simple thing you can do if it's one of those open systems is a match. You know, you can kind of see when it's drawing when the water heater's on. It should draw, you know towards the flu. Um, if you have a gas water heater, I'm recommending a carbon monoxide detector uh, nearby uh, to make sure uh, that you're not getting you know, carbon monoxide in the air, which we've talked about other shows and whatnot. It inhibits the body's ability to get oxygen to the brain and other parts of the body. All right, so uh, let's move on to the uh, relief valve. So Water heaters have a relief valve. If for some reason it malfunctions or whatnot, it just keeps heating. Because it keeps heating this water and steam, it's going to create a bomb unless there's a pressure relief valve. Uh, usually there's a pressure relief valve. Uh, it has a, a spring on it, and uh, it depresses. When one or two things happens, uh, water pressure or the temperature gets to a certain amount. I think the water temperature, it depends. It's, there's different ones. But the standard one, I think, is uh, 150 for temperature. And um, I'm thinking it's like 210 for the uh, pressure. It, it says on the little tag there. And then the spring depresses and the pressure is released. Uh, released, And that's what you want because otherwise it would, you know, explode, which would be really bad. So temperature pressure release valves usually going to find these, uh, they need to be piped down. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, check to make sure the relief valve is proper capacity size, pressure temperature rating on the relief valve um, that's compatible with the water heater. Check to make sure the relief valve is not connected directly into the drainage. Um, I've seen this. We call it out. If it is, you do not want it collected into the drainage, and it could also back up. You don't want any kind of thing that could cause the relief valve to back up. 
check to make sure the release valve uh, piping is not smaller in the diameter and outlet than the valves that that serves as the discharge. Um, in other words, it can't like it should be a straight pipe and it can't go down to a smaller pipe because that's you've got a lot of pressure coming out of there. The other thing is you want to make sure that there's no threading at the bottom of this because we don't want anything to be connected to this discharge um, valve. So it should just be a straight pipe and it should discharge within six inches of the ground because if it's not within six inches of the ground, there's a scalding, scalding, sorry, um, danger that, uh, you know, this water that's coming out of here is going to be 150 degrees or more. Uh, it's going to scald. So anyway, a couple of other things. Um, let's see. Um, check to make sure the relief valve discharge manner that does not cause personal injury from hot water, steam discharge, or structural damage. Um, check to make sure the relief valve piping does not terminate more than six inches. I'm reading like straight from the code. More than six inches. Uh, that's 152 uh, millimeters for those really uh, number type people. Um, 152 millimeter above the floor or waste res uh, receptor. Higher relief pipe terminations can expose building occupants or maintenance workers to sudden discharges of hot water or steam, which can cause serious injuries. Check to make sure the relief pipe valve is, is not threaded. Uh, or connected. You can't have any other, you know, T-valve, any other kind of joint on it after that uh, pressure release valve. Um, so I think that's it. Let's talk a little bit about expansion to it on the uh, pressure release valve. If you have a closed system that has a check valve, um, what happens is you, have, you can have thermal expansion. So you have to have uh, if that's the case, you have to have an expansion tank on it. A um, couple of things about expansion tanks, or well, number one, you have to have one. Also, uh, the water heater should also include checking the size and insulation of the thermal expansion tank to prevent overpressurization of the system, which should not exceed 80 pounds per square inch. And insulations without thermal expansion tanks the pressure often reaches 150 pounds per square inch, uh, wherein there are intermittent discharges of the temperature pressure relief valve. So um, if you have a closed system with a check valve, you need an expansion tank. Um, you're going to need to check manufacturer's uh, installations. And that's another thing. Um, around the water heater, there should be, usually in plastic, uh, the manufacturer's instructions uh, for that particular water heater. And it will tell you the size um, expansion tank that you should have because obviously, you know, there's some variables there. Um, look for that uh, because code, you know, usually have certain things that are code, but manufacturer's instructions or manufacturer's recommendations can override code. So then that uh, really takes the place of code. And unless you have the uh, insulation uh, booklet, uh, you know, certain types of equipment have have some variations and uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, exceptions, that sort of thing. Um, combustion air. Check to make sure there's adequate combustion air to the water heater. 
in accordance with the fuel gas code. Inadequate combustion air opening size could starve the water heater and cause incomplete combustion suiting, uh, which can plug up the flues and cause flame rollout or fire, and it could cause combustion products to roll out and cause carbon monoxide asphyxiation to the building occupants. So you need plenty. You would think that not having a combustion air, that, that's actually pretty dangerous. Um, we're almost done here. A couple of last things. You want to, we check the water temperature. If the water is over 120, we report it. Um, like really hot showers, but the problem with this is it could cause scalding. Um, there's a little dial on the system there that uh, you should be able to find. A couple of other things. We've only got about two minutes left here. If you've got a gas water heater uh, in a garage, it's got to be elevated 18 inches off of the ground, and it has to be protected, uh, usually by a pipe. Um, I have the exact um, – there, there's. it can't just be any pipe. It has to be a certain um, uh, width and uh, type of pipe. Um, gosh, well, I don't want to hold up everybody here. But um, I've got it, and you can look it up. But there, there should be – it's pretty much – it looks very much like the thing that uh, protects gas pumps. The idea is that a car can't roll into a water heater with an open gas – open flame and, the, and, you know, a gas line. So it has to be protected. Uh, also, you want to elevate it so solvents and things like that that could be in your garage can't wind up there. So that's pretty much it for water heaters. Obviously, we're going to check, open up the burner, and make sure there's no corrosion and that sort of thing. Uh, but a couple of things to remember, you know, we just want to make sure it has enough combustion. It's vented properly. There's not corrosion. And that um, there is a TPR valve, uh, which would relieve pressure if it was needed so that the water heater doesn't explode. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you got a little bit of uh, value out of this. I know this topic was drier than some of the other ones, but it's necessary. Go um, take out your water heater. Make sure that your water heater is safe, especially the TPR valve and the uh, vent. But uh, if you have any questions or anything like that or any way we can help you, go to homeinspectioncarolina.com. You can contact us through there. And uh, if you got a little value today, I ask for one big favor. If you'd uh, go give us a five-star rating, that would be awesome. And you'd be an awesome person. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I uh, hope you have a good day, and we'll see you on the next episode. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.